Come on, how many of us are here to praise the Lord? Come on, don't fool me. How many of us are here? If you know God's been good, ain't no shame in praising Him. 
If you know he's been good, ain't no shame in praising his name. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor, say he's been good. Look on the other side, say he's been good. sir. What a great, awesome, and wonderful God we serve. It is good to be in God's house on this last Sunday in the month of February. As we know, while February happens to have 28 days, it's not because Black History Month is inadequate, inferior, or substandard. Black history is celebrated 365 days. Amen. Let me help somebody. You are not an accident of history, but you are a victor, a conqueror. Amen. We ought to celebrate our history and heritage every day God allows us to see. I wish I had some help. We want to acknowledge and recognize our visitors this morning. If you are not a member of Watch Chapel, please stand so we might acknowledge your presence. If you're not a member of Watch Chapel, amen. We praise for you. you don't have a church home, guests and visitors, we invite you to prayerfully consider making Watch Chapel your spiritual family. I'd love to be your pastor. We would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. If you want to grow in your walk with God and you're in the right place with the right people, and we encourage you to prayerfully consider making Watch Chapel your church family. Amen. We want to encourage all high school seniors today to attend our scholarship information session that is virtual. It takes place from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock p.m. You can log in through the upcoming events webpage on our website. We're encouraging every member to participate in our upcoming place training to help you discover how God has uniquely wired your personality, spiritual gifts, abilities, experiences, and passions so we might serve greatly in life and in ministry. 
This event will be held on Saturday, March 4th from 9 o'clock a.m. to 2.30 p.m. This is a virtual event. You can register by 11.59 p.m. tonight to participate. Prior to the class, materials will be distributed to each participant. Assessments must be completed prior to the class. We're encouraging all engaged and married couples to join us for the upcoming Marital Enrichment Ministries Couples Cafe on next Saturday, March 4th, 5 p.m. in the multi-purpose room for our first in-person couples cafe since the pandemic. You can register online through the upcoming events webpage on our website and join us as we discuss black love on next Saturday. The cost is $25 per couple. Dinner is included. Please register by 11.59 p.m. tonight. Amen. We want to acknowledge all February babies, brides, and grooms. If you are a February baby, please stand. Amen. Amen. If you're sitting next to a February baby, give them a holy fist bump. Amen. A sanctified elbow. Glenn, you can give your wife a hug. Amen. Amen. Hey, Deacon Ballard, both of y'all in February? Hey, all right, give y'all each other, y'all give each other a hug too, amen. All right. I didn't know that, amen. All right, all February brides and grooms, if you jump the groom in, amen. Happy anniversary. Y'all give each other a hug, Amen. 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 As we go to God in prayer, watch chapel, I need your help. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much in advance. Overflow is a last option. Amen. And we are so hospitable and gracious as a church and friendly that we want to make room for everybody who wants to sit in the sanctuary. Consequently, we're going to ask that we uh, adjust our purses. We're going to sit them on our lap today. Amen so the saints can have more room to worship in the sanctuary. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Now we got some room on the front row, ushers. Amen. Amen. Now, now if you don't want to be seen on live stream, don't sit on the front row now because they're going to know where you've been. Amen. They're going to know you've been in church. Amen. Amen. So we're going to make room for our brothers and sisters. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Watch Chapel. You're a great church. As we go to God in prayer, we are praying for campus of North Carolina State University. I want us to pray for NC State as we have faculty persons and students who 10 state, but 
they've experienced multiple tragedies throughout this academic year. We want to pray for that campus in a fervent and passionate way. Pray for the mental health of every college student. The mental health and wellness of every college student, be it NC State, be it Howard, be it UCLA. These kids are dealing with we have never dealt with. Coming through the pandemic, isolation, we can't say, oh, he be okay, she be okay. No, no. Let's take the work of prayer seriously. I've said this before. Let me say it while the Holy Ghost is speaking to me. If somebody needs therapy, they are, there's nothing wrong with them. If you need therapy, get the help you need. We want you here, healthy, holy, and at your optimal best. If that requires therapy, there is no shame, there is no stigma. We lift Brother Terry Bazell, Sister Joel Duran, Sister Diana Estes, Brother Al Grandy, Brother Raymond Harden III, Brother Darren Hudson, Sister Melissa Mack, Brother Calvin Mebbin, Sister Mary Thomas, Sister Mary Frances Turner, Brother Wendell Steele, Sister Wilma Weeks, Sister Sasha Williams, we lift Sister Liz Willis in our prayers. She is funeralizing her sister in Orlando, Florida. We lift Dr. Adela Johnson in our prayers as she will funeralize her brother this week in Oakland, California. On Wednesday, I want us to pray for all military personnel. All military personnel across our world. Call out the names of people, circumstances, situations as we go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for life, health, wellness, sanity. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, all that you will do. We thank you for allowing us to be in this place of worship. Lord, we thank you for our history and heritage and what we've overcome and how we've triumphed and how we have prevailed. Pray now for every college campus in this state, across our nation and across our world. Pray for the mental health of every person in our world. Pray, God, for those in need of help to have the courage and wherewithal not to be afraid, ashamed, 
but to seek the help they need in any way they need it. Pray, God, for family reconciliation among those who are estranged. Pray for direction and guidance for those who will be graduating in May and June, undergraduate degrees and graduate programs, even middle and elementary school where they'll go for the next season of their lives. Pray now for every population in the life of Watch Chapel. Pray for the greatest generation, the builders, baby boomers, baby busters, millennials, generation X, Y, and Z. Meet us at our point of need, God. We look to you as our great provider. Work on us, through us, and in us so we might be who you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. As we prepare to read the Word of God, I want to acknowledge Deacon Walter Deacon Emeritus Drayton. I don't think they're here today, but they are celebrating 66 years of marriage. Amen. I want to send them a card, give them a phone call. To God be the glory. Amen. 66 years of marriage. We also want to acknowledge the presence of a Pastor Booker T. Williams, the Hick Memorial Church of God in Christ, Detroit, Michigan. Pastor, you here? Stand up for us, Pastor. Amen. God be praised for you. Amen. Thank you for worshiping with us today, Pastor. Amen. 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 Let's make our way to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5. We're going to begin reading at verse 25. We'll read down to verse... 34, today's the last sermon I preach in this series, It's Not Too Late, Mark chapter 5, we'll begin reading at verse 25, if you're with me, say amen. Large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes... I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? 
You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Amen.
I've been in this preaching series since the last Sunday in December. Today I want to close out this preaching series with a sermon entitled, It's Not Too Late to Overcome. And I want to lift up two verses that we've read in Mark chapter 5 verse 26 says she had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had yet instead of getting better she grew worse verse 34 says he said to her daughter your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Help me preach, Watch Chapel. It's not too late to overcome. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Let your word do its work in our lives. Remove every excuse, every stronghold, every negative cycle, every backwards way of thinking, every carnal thought that might keep us from becoming who you want us to be. Bless your preacher so he might be a blessing. Give us ears to hear. Your words, my mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. It's not too late to overcome. If anybody ought to be acknowledged, affirmed, and applauded. It is an overcomer. Any and every person who has overcome trauma, stress, misfortune, trial and tribulation ought to be acknowledged, affirmed, and applauded. I don't care the nature, type of misfortune, trial, tribulation, or tragedy, but any and every person who has overcome something ought to be acknowledged, affirmed, and applauded. Everybody does not have to know what you've overcome. You don't have to be an exhibitionist concerning what you have overcome in life. But there ought to be a time where you toot your own horn Pat yourself on your own back 
and celebrate where God has brought you from, what you've overcome, how you are overcoming, and where God has brought you from. While you are celebrating what God has done for you, while you are celebrating where God has brought you from, while you are celebrating the bridges that God has brought you over, the deep valleys that God has brought you through, and the mountains that you have climbed with the help of God. Be certain to celebrate your brothers and sisters who have climbed deep mountains, crossed deep valleys, and overcome tragedy, trial, and tribulation on the journey of life. If anybody ought to be celebrated, we ought to celebrate overcomers. Whether it is Joseph, who overcame betrayal by his brothers, or Ruth, who overcame unexpected misfortune, we ought to applaud overcomers. Whether it is Phyllis Wheatley, who has a slave in Boston, became the first published African-American author in these United States of America, or Booker T. Washington, who, having walked from West Virginia to Hampton, Virginia, making his way to Tuskegee, Alabama, became a college president despite being born in slavery. Whether it is Lupita, who is still overcoming colorism to become an A-list Hollywood actress, or Brian Banks, who overcame false accusations and unjust incarceration to become a professional football player, overcomers ought to be applauded. Whether it's Helen Keller who overcame a disability to become an advocate, author, and activist, or Abraham Lincoln who overcame a nervous breakdown, multiple defeats in Congress and the Senate, the loss of a wife and a fiancé and the loss of his mother at an early age to become the president of these United States of America. Overcomers ought to be applauded. Whether it is Oprah Winfrey who was demoted for being deemed unfit for television, or James Earl Jones, who overcame a debilitating speech impediment to becoming an A-list actor and Oprah a media mogul. Overcomers ought to be celebrated. Whether it is the person you are sitting next to, 
who you don't know has overcome trial, tribulation, abuse, abandonment, drama, mess, and stress to become a thriving man or woman of God made in the image of God who God is using for his glory. Overcomers ought to be celebrated. Can I preach this morning? If we celebrate anybody, we ought to celebrate those men and women who have overcome, who are thriving, despite how life and the enemy has tried to take them out. According to this New Testament text, an anonymous, sickly woman is deserving of acknowledgement, affirmation, and applause. We don't know her name. We don't know her age. We don't know how she votes. We don't know her family makeup. But we do know for the past 12 years, this woman has been hemorrhaging blood every day. Consequently, she is sickly. She's made her way to every doctor in the Metroplex, but instead of getting better, her condition has grown worse. Because of the nature of her condition, she is unable to work, unable to come to worship, She's an outcast. She's exhausted. Her money is funny. And everybody is looking at her like she has the plague. Yet according to this New Testament text, Watch Chapel, despite how this woman has suffered for 12 long years, this woman has discovered and decided it ain't too late to overcome. Can I preach on this Sunday morning? Somebody in the sanctuary, in overflow, in media land, in virtual worship space needs to hear, despite how long you've been going through, it ain't too late for you to overcome. Despite what you're going through right now in the very present tense on this Last Sunday in February, it ain't too late for you to overcome. Your money has been funny for a long time, but it ain't too late for you to get your money right. You've been depressed and discouraged and despondent for a long time, but it ain't too late for you to overcome despondency, depression, and discouragement. It ain't too late for you to overcome what has been robbing and stealing your joy, your verve for life, your enthusiasm. It ain't too late for you to, to, to overcome being a day late and a dollar short. It ain't too late for you to overcome what you're going through, what is oppressing you, what is overcoming you, what is discouraging you. I don't care how long you've been in it, how long you've been going through, it ain't too late for you to overcome. 
Can I preach on this Sunday morning? And like this woman overcame funny money, strange change, an unhealthy body, an unnatural disposition and temperament, you and I can overcome whatever it is that is robbing us of our joy, minimizing our lives, and sapping us of what God has for us. The mountain ain't that high. The valley ain't that wide. The problem ain't that big. The circumstance is not that unmovable. Come here, is there anything too hard for God? I'm talking to somebody on this Sunday morning. I said, is there anything too hard for God? I, I ain't quoting Biggie. I ain't quoting Pac. I'm quoting the Word of God. Is there anything? Sick, but she overcomes. Broke, but she overcomes. Outcast, but she overcomes. How do you overcome when you think it's too late? This woman overcomes Watch Chapel because this woman learns Ronald White to eliminate excuses. She's sick. She's a woman. She's broke. And notice, Watch Chapel, don't assume this woman is walking upright in the crowd. You bleeding every day for 12 years nonstop. Your physical body is exhausted. Jesus ain't looking at her in the face. She's making her way through the crowd more than likely crawling. She ain't walking upright, but this woman is on her knees, crawling in the crowd because she has heard about somebody named Jesus. And this woman overcomes Watch Chapel because this woman eliminates her excuses. Can I preach to bless somebody on this Sunday morning? If you and I are going to overcome what has us bound, what is robbing us of our joy, what is in between us and our destiny, we have to make up in our mind to eliminate our excuses. Can I preach on this Sunday morning? I need the grown and spiritual to say amen. How many of us did not major in geography or mathematics, but at some time in life, we have majored in excusiology? Come on, I'm preaching to the real folk in here. Come on, tell the truth. How many of us have ever just made an excuse concerning why we couldn't do, why we couldn't be, why we were the way we were, yet God had opened doors, God had made ways, God had given us solutions to every problem, God had answered our prayers, God had positioned us, yet, you, let me, I'm going to preach to myself right now, I, I ain't talking to y'all, I'm preaching to my own self. I made excuses. Tools of the incompetent. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Can I preach this? 
And if you and I would learn to eliminate our excuses, what could we not overcome? Let me free phrase it. What can we not overcome if you and I learn to eliminate our excuses? She could have used her poverty as an excuse. She could have used her gender as an excuse. She could have used her bad health as an excuse. She could have used her funny money as an excuse. She could have used the crowd as an excuse. She could have used not knowing Jesus as an excuse. But the woman makes her way broke through the crowd crawling through the crowd to touch the hem of his garment so she could be healed. I wish I could preach this to myself on this Sunday morning. Can I preach this to somebody? What excuse is robbing you of becoming all that God calls you to become? What excuse is robbing you for putting a smile on your face? What excuse is robbing you of the dean's list and the honor roll? What excuse is robbing you from the joy of the Lord, which is your strength? What excuse is robbing you of the peace of God that passeth all understanding? What excuse is robbing you of being more than a conqueror? What excuse is robbing you of God being greater in you than he is in the world? What excuse is robbing you of I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength? What excuse is robbing you of being the head, not the tail, being blessed and highly favored? Eliminates excuses. She doesn't just eliminate excuses, but she overcomes because she's inspired by information. The text says she has heard about Jesus. Information. Having been in, heard of information, she's inspired by what she has heard. Somebody in her proximity, in her circle, on her row, in her network, has said something positive, favorable about Jesus. Somebody has said, well, let me tell you, I was blind, but now I see. Somebody said, I prayed and he healed my body. Somebody said, Jesus made a way where there was no way. Somebody said, I, I, I was suicidal, but he gave me a reason to live. Somebody said, we were at odds, but Jesus brought us back together. Somebody said, I, I, I went to the psychiatrist and, and that helped, but I, I, I hooked Jesus up and the psychiatrist and now I'm clothed and in my right mind. She, she heard something about Jesus that inspired her. Let me preach this, Watch Chapel. Don't sit on your testimony. 
know we don't like to tell folk our business and black folk been no toy. You will keep your business in your own house. Tell them my business out in the street. And we, we keep stuff close to the vest. Come on now, talk to me. But you, 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 you've been robbing somebody of your testimony of the power of God because somebody needs to hear what the Lord has done for you. Somebody needs to hear that he's a healer. Somebody needs to hear he's a way maker. Somebody needs to hear he's a deliverer. Somebody needs to hear he's a prayer answerer. Somebody needs to hear he'll keep your mind. He'll bear your burdens. He'll lighten your load. He'll help you day by day, moment by moment, step by step. Somebody needs to know what God can do. Come on, I ain't done preaching, y'all. Y'all sit down. Y'all gonna make me holler now. And, and when you hear what God can do, you ought to be inspired based on what he's done for somebody else. If I know he's brought you out, if I know he's made a way for you, if I know he's answered your prayer, that ought to inspire me to get close to God, to pray, to fast, to worship, to press my way to Jesus. I said information ought to inspire you. Can I preach this? Anybody ever been inspired by information about Jesus? If he made a way for you, he can make a way for me. He is no respecter of persons. If he did it for our grandmother, God knows he can do it for me. Can I pray? And if anybody, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. If anybody ought to be inspired, black folk in America ought to be inspired. This this is the last Sunday in February. I got to go there. All the hell we've gone through and where we are right now, my gosh, we ought to be inspired. Came here in 1619, Jamestown, Virginia, but right now we are CEOs, COOs, CIOs, CTOs. Don't tell me what God can do. Mothers and fathers in shackles and chains, but right now you got JDs and MBAs. Don't tell me what God can do. Black codes and segregation and Jim Crow and Jane Crow, Emmett Till, Aragona. Y'all ain't talking to me. Yousef Hawkins, and look at what God is doing for us right now. If anybody ought to be inspired. Don't tell me you can't overcome. Look at the information. gonna 
eliminate my excuses. I'm going to be inspired by information. And this woman overcomes, makes her way to the Jesus, touches the hem of his garment. He raises the question, who touched me? It's a crowd of people like the CIAA this weekend in Baltimore. Crowd of people. Yet he knows there's something different about this touch. Woman makes her way straightened up a little bit. Ain't crawling no more. Is me. Jesus looks and said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Can I preach this? If you're going to overcome Watch Chapel, eliminate your excuses. If you're going to overcome Harry White, be inspired by information. If you're going to overcome, you got to hold on to hope. I'm going to my seat now, but my soul is happy. Because had this woman not kept hope alive, had she not held on to a hope, the woman would have never been healed. And I'm telling somebody right now, hold on to your hope. Don't know how long you've been going through, but there's hope. Don't know how long you've been struggling, but there's hope. Don't know how long you've been sick, but there's hope. Don't know how long your money has been funny, but there's hope. Don't know what the doctor is saying, but there's hope. Don't know what your child is going through, but there's hope. Don't know how you got to climb uphill, but there's hope. Don't know how you got to pay payments year after year to overcome your debt, but there's hope. Does anybody know there's hope? Your hope ain't in the White House. Your hope ain't in the governor's mansion. Your hope ain't in the preacher. Your hope ain't in your alumni organization. Your hope ain't in your spouse. But your hope is in Jesus. Do I have a witness? Anybody keeping hope alive? Anybody know that there's hope? My hope is built nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ. I said on Christ. The solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. I'm holding on to Jesus. Yes, I am. Won't he make the difference? I said, won't he do it? Won't he make the difference? Just tell yourself, I'm an overcomer. I'm going to overcome this with God on my side. I'm going to overcome this with God on my side. I'm going to overcome it 
Stand to your feet. It ain't too late for you to overcome. It ain't too late for you to overcome. It ain't too late for you to overcome. We ain't slept together in five years. It ain't too late for you to overcome. Y'all in the same house. Y'all still look at each other. Y'all still grunting, huh? You know, sometimes you don't speak, you grunt, huh? Mm. You good? All right, uh. Ain't too late. Young person, it ain't too late to get it together. Time is on your side. You got a mom and daddy that love you. You got people that love you. It ain't too late. Sister, it ain't too late. You still got gifts. You got talents. You abilities. Brother, it ain't too late. It ain't too late for you to overcome whatever it is. The devil's a liar. The devil is a liar. You too old. You too overweight. Your money too funny. The devil's a liar. I said the devil is a liar. The devil can convince us to believe his lies. What if the woman believed the lies of the devil? She would have never been healed. You're too sick. The doctors ain't done it, so what makes you think Dr. Jesus can do it? You don't have no more money. You ain't going to get well. Somebody right now needs to know it ain't too late for you to overcome. You're going to have to do some stuff different. We're going to have to do some stuff different. We're going to have to be accountable. But God, if you give God something to work with, I said if you give God something to work with, God is a miracle worker. The more you give them, the more God can work it for your good. My sister, my brother, if you're not saved and want to accept Christ today, I want you to raise your hand. You're here. You're worshiping with us. If you're saved but don't have a church home, but you want to make watch chapel your church up, I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. Somebody here needs to be a part of an overcoming church, a church that's going to preach that you can overcome. Overcome in every way. Your money can get it right. 
Your relationships can be holy and healthy. You can get right on your, you can have promotion on your job. You don't have to have a bunch of stress and drama. That's a lie. It's a lie. Come on, my brother. Come on, my sister. There's somebody who needs a church home, somebody who needs Jesus. Raise your hand. The deacons are in the aisle, willing to lead you to Christ. You've been putting it off. You can overcome procrastination today. You've been procrastinating. Says somebody right there, somebody in the back. Deacon Greer, amen. Look at God, see? Look at the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. Somebody got the spirit of procrastination on them right now. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. There's somebody else. Ray, come on now. P-Dub seem all right. I, I'm going to join eventually. They seem all right down there. Come on. Somebody else. Somebody else got their hand up. You point it to somebody? Okay. All right. Did you point it to somebody? Okay. All right. Raise your hand high. You want to accept Jesus as your Savior? You are in virtual land. I want you to go to the next steps tab where it says become a member. The next steps tab, become a member. Fill out the form. We'd love to have you at Watch Chapel, my sister, my brother. But you're here. You're in the overflow. Raise your hand in the overflow. There's at least one deacon over there. You're right here. Anybody else? Just raise your hand, my sister. Raise your hand, my brother. Don't put it off till next Sunday. Don't put it off. There's something you need to overcome. I want you to come to the altar. And you've been saying, I can't do it. And this word you know was for you. I saved this to, for the last sermon. There's something you need to overcome. Low self-esteem, unforgiveness, resentment, blame. You blaming everything on your high school girlfriend or boyfriend. You got to overcome that. That's been 85. That man, man, I broke up with me. Everybody know a man, man. Had she not broke up with me? You are overcomer. That's a lesson in life. Wave at homecoming and keep it moving. Lord, I come in the strong name of Jesus. Praying for every man and woman at this altar, every man and woman in this sanctuary, every man and woman watching this worship celebration on 
multimedia platforms. I pray, God, that we embrace our identity as overcomers. Deliver us from playing the victim. Forgive us for making excuses. Forgive us for not using everything at our disposal to become who you've called us to become. Forgive us, God, for not walking through doors that you've opened for us. Forgive us, God, for not being inspired by information. Forgive us for putting our hope in the wrong people, the wrong places, the wrong stuff. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that from this day forward, this moment forward, we don't see ourselves as accidents, incidents, victims, but as overcomers. Help us to overcome any and everything that would rob, steal, kill, and destroy. You've called us to be whole. You've called us to be holy. You've called us to be blessings. You've called us to be triumphant. You've called us to prevail. Don't allow anything to rob, steal, kill, or destroy. The strong name of Jesus. We believe it, we say it. I'm an overcomer. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Tell yourself, I'm an overcomer. Tell yourself, I'm an overcomer. saints we have a moment in african-american history that we want to celebrate amen as we celebrate this moment in african-american history once this presentation is done we want you to follow the direction of our ushers I'm challenging everybody beginning tomorrow to read the gospel of luke on next sunday i'm beginning a preaching series from the gospel of luke amen after the presentation, follow the direction of our ushers. Amen. Watts Chapel. Watts Chapel. African American History Ministry presents Black History Month, A Tale of Two Women. Women have served as the backbone of black history. One might note there would be no such thing as black history if it were not for the black woman. Today, you will meet two women who have shaped our world, our community, and our church. Remember, we are not fighting for the freedom of the Negro alone, but for the freedom of the human spirit, a larger freedom that encompasses all of mankind. Ella Baker 
Meet Ella Baker, human rights activist, legacy builder, leader, and civil rights innovator. Ella Josephine Baker was born on December 13, 1903 in Norfolk, Virginia, to Georgiana and Blake Baker. She was the middle of three surviving children. Her father worked on a steamship line that sailed out of Norfolk. Her mother took in boarders to earn extra money. In 1910, Norfolk had a race riot in which whites attacked black workers from the shipyard. Her mother decided to take the family back to North Carolina while their father continued to work for the steamship company. Ella was seven when they returned to her mother's rural hometown near Littleton, North Carolina. Ella Baker attended Shaw University where she graduated as valedictorian. It was perhaps the early events of her life and her attendance at Shaw University which inspired her lifelong commitment to social activism. Upon graduating from Shaw, Miss Baker would later go on to serve in key positions within both the NAACP and SDLC. These experiences provided her with the foundational knowledge to establish the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, commonly referred to Watts Chapel, African American Watts Chapel, African American History Ministry presents Black History Month: A Tale of Two Women. Women have served as the backbone of black history. One might note, there would be no such thing as black history if it were not for the black woman. Today, you will meet two women who have shaped our world, our community, and our church. Remember, we are not fighting for the freedom of the Negro alone, but for the freedom of the human spirit a larger freedom that encompasses all of mankind. Ella Baker. Meet Ella Baker, human rights activist, legacy builder, leader, and civil rights innovator. Ella Josephine Baker was born on December 13, 1903 in Norfolk, Virginia, to Georgiana and Blake Baker. She was the middle of three surviving children her father worked on a steamship line that sailed out of Norfolk. Her mother took in boarders to earn extra money. In 1910, Norfolk had a race riot in which whites attacked black workers from the shipyard. Her mother decided to take the family back to North Carolina while their father continued to work for the steamship company. Ella was seven when they returned to her mother's rural hometown near Littleton, North Carolina. We shall meet again. Amen. 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 Follow the direction of our ushers.